Hi guys, Etienne here. Welcome to the podcast where you can listen to Max and I talk about anything and everything. Stuck inside, we have decided to record and upload a podcast to distract us from the boredom of lockdown. The lack of structure and the disorganisation is half the charm. Thank you very much. Hello. Hello. Hello there, Max. And... Do you want to introduce well, our guest to the audience? Well, what, what episode number is this? What are we seeing at now? Oh, yeah, 27. Episode 27. You're lying. Oh, no, we're close. not, sadly. Yeah, no. Wait, this is actually we episode 27? 27. Yeah. yeah. What? Are you serious? <laughs> See, <laughs> I, t- I told you. I told We've you. We've every- down 27 days now. What? Fair play. I, what? Jesus, I thought you had like 10. No, everyone's always like super surprised, but then I'm just like, don't forget it is a daily podcast, and we yeah we have been in lockdown that long, so it's mad. a bit scary, but yeah. Mad, mad. Cool. So yeah, let's do slightly more formal introductions. Uh, podcast. Meet Tom McQuiston. Hello. We well, it's do you hard want to, to say that. Context context of how we know each other? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. So we, when did we meet? Because obviously, we like, met. we went to little school together. We Did you go like, to St. John's? No, no. Like, But you went Waverly to Abbey. Waverley Abbey for a bit, yeah. So we, okay, we so met we then, but, like, we went... Informally met in year three. Yeah, but obviously, we weren't really friends in that school. So that, make, that, makes it, that makes it ten years of knowing each other. That does, yeah. Ten years of knowing each other, at least. That's so impressive. And then... But, yeah, carry on. And then, what, we went to different... Se- what do you call it? Secondary school? Uh, yeah. Junior school. Yeah. Second. So I went to um, Bowhunt for year seven, eight, and nine, and then I came and to St Ed's in year ten. Joined the fucking circus that is. <laughs> so and that's where yeah we probably hit it off there, didn't we? Yeah, that's mad. So we met at seven, but weren't friends until like year ten. Yeah. Well, to be like fair, 15, weren't probably friends until probably about year eleven, because that's when yeah, no, to be fair, hanging out. It's odd how yeah, you can yeah. like be so close to someone and just not be friends and then suddenly something happens and you decide to actually talk yeah. to that person and then you hit exactly. it off and become friends if people change as well yeah true because i was not the sort of person back in way Abbey to you know no i, don't, I was I a don't different know. person when i came to were, were you just too cool for max no i was the opposite back in um back in way Abbey, i was just i was pretty much bertie wallacher <laughs> Let's yeah, be honest. No, we we were bottom of the like our our friend group was food chain at Wavy Abbey. There's no way you were. So that, that's um, I was so, I was so I didn't I wasn't really like majorly sporty, majorly popular, or anything like that. But I was friends with people that were, you know, I was sort of friends yeah, yeah. with everyone about. Um, and then yeah. we went to Steads, which is like it doesn't matter how. It was such yeah. a weird environment. It's like really social stuff like, didn't it, yeah. exist. Exactly, and I think because it was so small. Yeah, because there are only thirty people in the whole year, so like. Oh, gee, I didn't of... realize that. Yeah, it was small, small. It was. It was, it was good because everyone knew everyone. Yeah. So yeah, and then we kind of hit it off through Arthur, really, didn't we? Uh, <laughs> you know the funny thing about that, the first sort of proper time. Um, well, yeah. So. Um, I remember Arthur in that oh, the, the classic piano room, remember? Oh, <laughs> yeah, he was playing or something like that. I just went in with, I think I went in with like, I don't know who I went in with. But yeah, and we started talking and they would like teach me a song or two and stuff like that. And then obviously, because you're friends with Arthur, it sort of, you know, sparked into a sort of daily routine. Cool. Okay, and now, two years later, whatever, I'm still playing. Yeah. So I have Arthur to thank for that, which is mad. Cool. He's imbued a, gr- a great gift. Cool. He really is. He's surprisingly good at teaching. Is he? I don't mean yeah. that as a light to Arthur, but he's quite good at passing on what he knows. Like he's a good, he's yeah. patient. He's got. That, I was going to say, well, he's patient, he's patient yeah. to be to be friends with friends with me anyway. <laughs> but like. I'm a, I'm a slow learner, whereas he's a really, like, he's one of these people that 
it's irritatingly good at just like picking something up and being good at it. Oh, and he's so every, he's good, at good at that. At everything. It's so annoying. But like, yeah, so it's like, you know, he'll get in a car and like just be able to drive it or like pick up a round as bat and oh, hit a perfect hammer, whatever it's even called. Around. But yeah, like you get people who are like that, whereas you do get like anything they just like have a go at, they're frustratingly good at. Yeah, Luke was one of those as well. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. What really impresses me with Arthur is just how good he is at picking up and then mimicking voices. <laughs> oh. Impressions, yeah, he's good. Impressions, he's yeah, he's so good at impressions. It's crazy. And like just singing back like, songs, but just in the yeah, voice in like, the voice of yeah. Yeah, I was like, gonna say because he has quite he's really good at singing. That's probably like how he can do it. He can just sort of mimic how people sound. Yeah, it's impressive. Yeah. Cool. Well, so now we've been in quarantine for 27 days how's it been what kind of things have you been doing um i mean anything i can really um i remember well at the start when we could sort of go we could like drive to go places i'd always just go on um go up to like um what's it called the sort of um woods sort of outside of Exeter with my family just like every, oh, yeah. normally I wouldn't not would normally I wouldn't go and walk to them but just every yeah that's the funny thing of, now you actually yeah. spend time outside yeah, with your family any chance I could to go up there um and uh, there, there's a new rule now that you can as long as your exercise is longer than the drive there and back then you then you're good now oh really yeah I think that came into um like yesterday so we went today back to that same place oh so you say it's like a 20 minute drive if you're if you then run for like an hour or go yeah. for an hour oh that's yeah. good i think it's because they're trying to like disperse pavement traffic a bit because like especially outside my house like it was really like loads of people were walking and running along the pavement so yeah trying to like it just doesn't really make sense that. though because especially like living in a city yeah. if you're not letting anyone leave then it's going to be more you know crowded especially in a city where there's more people so I don't get why they can't just let us, you know, go out of extra a bit where it's like, um, you know, not populated at all. Yeah. And like and when you're, like, and when you're in your car, like... you're definitely not spreading anything to anyone, which is yeah, like, exactly. a good thing, obviously. What's it been like being in the city? Like, are you looking out your window and is it like weirdly spookily quiet, or is there still like a bit going on? And... I mean, there's there's always noise, but like the only there's so many less cars now. Like the only cars that drive past really are police and like ambulance. That must be weird. Um, oh, that's weird yeah. yeah, and like walking through town, like if, if you you know when you go to Guildford and it's one of the it's like one of the hottest days of the year and it's like a Saturday or something. Yeah, that's yeah, normally so how busy packed. it is. Like on the weekends and like going through now, there's a, you'll see like four or five people walking down the set. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Like, center. It's so weird. Um, but yeah, you still get all the crackheads and like homeless people screaming, so, <laughs> you know, some things don't change. Yeah, what's been weird though is that this week I found that, like, because I cycle on the road some days, that just there are a lot more people driving about this week than there were two, oh, yeah, like, the lot before the, like, this week, which is weird, so I think, does that mean, like, more people are out and about, or, yeah, I don't I know. I guess, I don't know, I guess it's that rule that's come in, maybe. Yeah, possibly. Who knows? Have you, so yeah, during this part of like quarantine, have you picked up any new skills or tried to learn something or take something maybe that you had done before and then gave up but have actually gone back to it now that you've had a bit more well, time? I don't know, there's a couple things. Well, actually, interestingly, um, I used to like read all the time back when I was like, like 10, that sort of age. Yeah. I literally didn't read a book for up till now and i've literally it's pretty I'm much like me as well book now oh, that's cool what kind of stuff are you reading like fictional stuff or... um i don't know if you know the the author william boyd no he did stuff like no uh, like just yeah he's good if you want to, if you should check him out but he's like my dad's favorite author so he just told me to like read all of them and they're actually really good um but what kind of stuff is it um it's sort of like um it's not really a genre in a, in a way but he's sort of different he's he sort of gets the character and then we'll sort of just 
it will just be just like describing what the characters do, but nothing major will actually happen. And it sounds a bit boring, but it's just not. So it's... Like the first one I read, it was just like some guy and he had to go value some paintings at this other guy's house. And it was just all the shit that happened to him. Yeah, but that's yeah, just the way he writes is just really good. That's literally every uh, every French film ever. French films are so weird because they've got no plot, but so much but happens. Good. It's literally just like someone's day, and it like follows yeah. them through their day, but it that's shines good. the light on like really weird details that you'd never really think about before, that but are actually really interesting. It's sort of they make it. They sort of write it so well that you almost feel like you are the character. So anything that happens is sort of like different to you. Yeah. What you have experienced. So it's going to be. You know, I think that's the sign of like good create, like really great creativity or like good artwork is when you can take something quite mundane and make it interesting enough to like sell or whatever. Like when you have a painting that's just like, you know, it's just a painting or like an apple or something, but it's so well yeah, done exactly. that it considered like this masterpiece definitely definitely yeah that's cool and yeah so apart from reading anything else or just apart from reading um i've done a lot more cooking i used to cook sort of like every week for my family but just um i mean when we could actually get the ingredients yeah, yeah. i've just been cooking a lot more uh, what else i've tried to what's your what's your go-to dish when you're like if you just had to if you you know, if, if you say everything's what? in the fridge, what's your go-to thing to cook? Go-to is in like what I just cook up for myself, or if I'm like trying to impress someone. Nah, just just for yourself, like at home. Ooh, you've got some free time, like. So some, that's, that's, that's a difficult question. So something like really nice, but kind of low effort as well, maybe. I don't know. That's what I'd say Ooh. would be mine. Um, I've got to think now. Oh, if you I, know what? So I really like cooking. Um. Full English. Oh yeah, that's of, good. That's sort of, you know, if it was like a meal meal. Oh, How do you feel that. about cooking? Because I've I've heard people doing that, like, because obviously when it's like late, not late at night, but you know, if you've had dinner and then you want something else, it's night time. Yeah. You know, cereals often a go to. Oh, like, How do you feel I... about having? How do you feel about having full English? But you know later in the day definitely not a question <laughs> just as like its own little meal does that mm. does that thought repulse you or is that kind of a definitely yeah, not, not. I, I like i like just you know obviously the morning is the perfect time the breakfast of... i don't know i quite like oh wait when, stuff. when you came down max did we go to brodie's we did that's yeah like, yeah that was that's just insane what that, is I that have that any time of day is that just massive full english or it's like you pay a tenner and then you just go in and it's like all you can eat English breakfast. Oh, yeah. Toast, waffles. But there's, cream, like, there's other stuff going drinks. on as well, isn't there? It's like, yeah, yeah. There's just so much that I was paying. It's so good. It's yeah. just the, the unlimited, you get unlimited orange juice. And I remember being, because <laughs> I, I remember going to sleep really late the night before. Or like, not really late, but for me, quite late because I'm quite like an early sleeper. Yeah. Or like we were going to bed like three or something, and then waking up the next morning absolutely ravenous. Yeah. And like knowing that I was waiting for the spider uh, <laughs> the day before, I was like, oh, yes. The and I drank about two gallons of orange juice. <laughs> cool. Well, that is also like a perfect se- uh, segue into our next area of conversation, Ooh. because Max has told me that you live in Exeter, and that's where I'm possibly thinking of going to university next year. Well, if, it's if that, true that I'm in Exeter. If that all and goes that, a, ahead. You for sort of <laughs> um, no, well, so, apart from Bro- how, like, is Brodie's close to the city centre? or Brodie's is literally in the city centre. So I live, there's the high street, and then literally perpendicular to that, there's a road called Queen Street, and you have Central Station on there. And then right at the end of that road, there's a roundabout, and I live just off the roundabout. Cool. So yeah. So if you guys want to go and like put a sign up outside someone's window. <laughs> so I don't know. I obviously I don't know you that well, so I don't know what sort of stuff you're into. But I'd say, um, you know, extra for a city, it it, it it's like small. So it's like yeah, you know, Guildford's like... bigger than it, a lot bigger than it. Yeah, I kind so, of gathered that as so, like what the city centre's about. 
four roads maybe yeah the the like high street though did actually seem really nice i think we went to a mcdonald's but it oh so you've been here yeah because when i i visited i visited exeter university twice and i think one yeah. of the times i walked into town center a bit so yeah it's quite I cool i mean it's, it's it's nice it, it i'm not saying it's a bad place to live because it's not and it, actually if you i think um if you like went to X uni it would be really good because obviously now that no one's out like the yeah. closest place to walk through near me is the uni and the uni grounds are like unreal They're yeah so they nice. look so nice yeah and so, also as a natural place to go it'll be so nice i reckon and also i do know that the closest spoons to the uni is literally like a two minute trip down the oh down the hill God. and it, it looks like a massive spoons it's so you know it's the original spoons is like it the first one that was made no yeah. way it's it's unreal it's so good there's three spoons in exeter there's <laughs> imperial which is that one which is the best 100 percent. yeah there's the chevalier how do you say it in french chevalier. cheval Huh? Well, Chevalier. Oh, like, oh Chevalier. 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 Yeah. There's that one which is a bit sort of more like the football hooligans, and it's a bit run down. Okay. And then there's George's Meeting House, which you just yeah don't mention that, and you don't want to go there. But yeah. <laughs> I'll it, I'll stick it, with the Imperial one then. It's so good. And if you went to uni, is it like multi-store? Have you been in the one in Guildford, Tom? Uh, yeah, maybe. It's like three. It's like opposite casino. It's got like three floors. No, I haven't. I've been to the one in Godalming. That's the only one I've been to. Okay, yeah, the Godalming one's a bit meh. Yeah, the it's uh, a bit meh. the Guildford one's like all right. But yeah, what's the uh, Exeter one like? The, the Exeter one, one it, it it's glorious. It doesn't even. <laughs> I saw I saw it from the outside, and it's got it's not just like the ones in in Guildford where it's literally just in the middle of the town. It's surrounded by like walls and there's like a full-on driveway up to it yeah and with like grounds and everything garden. yeah what um, it literally yeah, looked like so a nice. country club almost spoons. yeah yeah it looks me. so it, good <laughs> it, it's so the food is unreal like for the price for the price and obviously spoons is cheap but like it's not just microwaved a five nah they make fresh pizza so you pay 550 no way you get a fresh pizza and a drink on top of that it's it's unreal. It's so good. And For also, five fifty, I'm I'm literally be gonna gonna be there every evening. Then. Yeah, no, trust me, you will. Your bank will just take you <laughs> off it, but it's so good. And um, yeah, because it used to be like a stately home, I think. Yeah. And part of it, right at the back, so you go through sort of all these like mad carpets and all this weird architecture and stuff, and then right at the back, you've got it's called the Orangery, and I don't know if it was an Orangery once, but it's just made up of one massive window i don't know if you search up oh, it's just like one fat window so it's almost like you're in a greenhouse but yeah is it walking distance from yours me i can be there in two minutes oh, <laughs> it's unreal oh, that, that it's so good solid like end to a night out is yeah you, i wouldn't that waste the start it's the start it's because the start you, and the end oh yeah <laughs> wow i'm, I'm looking at it now and it looks incredible it's so good oh, oh I, very good me come to Exeter boys. You should. Get, get the trip away. But yeah, so I'm quite into my like, ro like rock music. Is there anywhere that bands can come and perform in Exeter or not really? Oh, well, everywhere. Everywhere. You always get um, like what they call live, live gigs or whatever. Yeah. Um, well, you'll get um, like proper gigs sort of every so often and they'll be like there's a hall at the uni or there's uh the phoenix which is sort of a media slash cinema sort of thing but like all the pubs and like bars have sort of like live music cool yeah pretty much every week but yeah it's a, it is a good place if you want to go out yeah that's what it's good for and are there are there any cool like uh cafes which are like hidden down like uh, small like side streets Ooh. or is there anything you've discovered that just a tourist maybe wouldn't because they wouldn't have enough time to go around the whole of Exeter? Wow. Um, trying to think. Cool spots. Cool spots. Um, I don't know to be honest. That if you just go about, there's there's just there's just places you'll find. You know. Everything there are really sort of grotty places, but it's it is a nice place to be. 
Yeah. And I think if I didn't live here and I was going to the uni, I'd be <clears> quite happy. What do you not like about living there, if there is anything? Um, it's just, I mean, just living in Surrey my whole life, it's just different. Because you know how it, there's, I mean, there's Guildford, which is like a main sort of place you go. But then everywhere else is just sort of towns dotted around and you can like drive there, get on trains and stuff like that. And there's always different places to go. Yeah. But like living in Exeter, I'm just here. You just, yeah, like, yeah I get that. And like so once you're here, you're here. There's not really anywhere else. So once you've done it, you've sort of done it. Oh, because every like the next biggest town's like quite far away. Yeah, I mean the next biggest town's like yeah. Plymouth, where you don't really want to go. I mean, and it's Bristol's not it's not exactly away. like it's not exactly like London either, where there's like you you can do parts of it. So you like you live in South and then yeah, exactly. It's just sort of all in one area. And then yeah. I mean, if you wanted to go like on a day trip somewhere else, you'd probably go to Bristol, which is about an hour. Yeah, yeah. I've also been told that with Exeter, you can like make it down to the coast to like the sea for like mm-hmm. a for like uh in like ten minutes on the train or something. So that sounds quite good. Um, yeah, yeah. You, I mean, the closest sort of beach you can get to in yeah, like twenty, ten, fifteen minutes. But if you actually want to go to like like a beach day out or something like that, you yeah. probably have to get in the car for about forty-five minutes to an hour if you want to get to the really nice beaches. Fair enough, yeah. And I, I'm quite, I quite like climbing, and I've been told there's like a massive climbing centre called like the Key or something. But I. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so at, um, well, it is the Key. So basically, it's just like the river, the River X, and then there's just um, like restaurants there, and then they have a massive, like sports centre, so you can go like paddleboarding, kayaking. That sounds so good. And they have a climbing. Uh, wall. Um, but yeah, if you're into that, there's tons to do. Yeah, and what I like about Exeter as well is like a decently sized uh, town, but it's also like just in the countryside almost. Yeah, I think that's definitely one of the benefits is that you can just you can have the best of both worlds. You can be in the city, but then in literally ten minutes you can just be in the countryside. Yeah, which I get. Um, what was the, what was the uh, like social transition like? Did you, did you find that people down there would like? What? How does it differ to Surrey? Like oh my god, it is completely different. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, oh, it's difficult not to make a general. Basically, without trying to make a stereotype of Surrey, everyone like the majority of people are like road men or like trying to be hard and that sort of stuff. <laughs> Realistically, like trying to be trying to be cool because there's a lot of um, sort of social. Um, what's it called? You got you sort of got to get a status in some respect. Yeah, I don't I don't get why you've got so much of that in Surrey. It it really baffles me. I think it's because it, it's, it's a just, like it's uh, close to London. Close to London, so and you've got like a lot of people with money that like yeah, don't that's want the thing. to be seen as people it's, with money. It's so competitive up there, but like down here, obviously, because not everyone is as uh, rich. It's it's sort of like the way St Ed's was. Like everyone's sort of accepted for who they are. That sounds and nice. There's no like, like the, the I say like the road men to normal people in Surrey is probably like a seventy thirty. Yeah. But like down here, you'll be it'll be like ninety percent just like whoever, and then it'll be like the occasional road man you'll oh, see. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah. Like there's like one group of road men I know down here. <laughs> but um, even though that's the case, you know, it's more accepting and that sort of thing. So it's quite it's more relaxed down here definitely. But there's just like there's just less people. And also, yeah. if people yeah. don't li- if don't if people don't live in Exeter, then they live far away. Yeah, yeah. Which is kind of annoying, but um, you know. Because how come you're in Exeter now? Are you there for college or? Oh no, we've just moved down here. My parents just wanted a move because they thought Hazel. Well, we lived in Hazelmere, and it, they thought it was becoming a bit of like a commuter haven. So like everyone that was just like commuting to London would just Hazelmere is such a, a weird one. Like it, it yeah. got really bad. Like to be fair, it used to be so nice, but everyone just sort of became the same, and it just wasn't as good as it was. Um, it's oh, so like to move. the high streets kind of, kind of like nice, but yeah, it's like if you go in the daytime when there's stuff, that it's just a ghost town because everyone's in London. Yeah, that's interesting. But yeah, they, they just wanted to move down here. And um, so yeah, what? It are took you... me a while to get comfortable, but I'm good now. Yeah. Are you at Exeter College then, or? Yeah. Because that building looks like 
massive. Well, no, it's not massive. It's just a massively tall building for like it's a college. So it's like the second tallest building in the city. It's nine floors. It's crazy for like a for like a college or whatever, and especially because uh, in Guildford there's like a building height cap at three floors. So it's actually really? it's, yeah, it's so weird. And for yeah, it, it's, like for it's, that being a college. It must be so weird having to like travel up so many floors or whatever. Oh mate, there's two lifts for the whole college. Oh, nice. so and like, slamming it on the stairs. No, I just you just have to. I'm like the stairs are just pain because I'm like the only time I'm in that building is when I'm on um, sixth or seventh floor. <laughs> so I'm just like right, I'm staying here and wait for the lift, which is about like a five ten minute. <laughs> Do you like? Does it? Surely they get like everyone just like crams in. Yeah, there's a max thing of like thirteen people, but everyone will just be like, <laughs> you'll just be like, you'll you know, just be squashed up some again. Random person. Yeah, it's, it's just crowded as fuck. Probably a great way to meet new people. Just be like, it, it's just sometimes you'll get in the lift and there'll be like a couple of people you know, and yeah, it's comfortable. There's you know some banter going on. Yeah, everyone will be like self-aware of how awkward it is. But other times, you'll just everyone will just be oh, silent. Yeah, that must be awful. Oh my like, god, oh, I couldn't hack it. And nah, go back, it's, it's go back right. to the spoons. The spoons is literally like <laughs> right next, right next to the not right, right next to the college, which the, must be yeah, epic. It's the, next, the next building from college. Yeah, and the, the the actual like the college is actually really good because it's sort of there's it's not gated or anything. It's literally just sort of part of the street. You can just walk straight off the street, go in, come out your lesson, yeah. walk out the other exit, and you're at spoons. Yeah, literally. Sunny day is packed. It's so packed. Spoons, or yeah, yeah, I can. And imagine. like you're cramming into like what sounds like quite a nice spoons. Whereas like, at Godalming oh, lunchtime, <laughs> if you go down to the spoons, it's just like full of like f- fake roadmen just <laughs> slamming the pints down. But it's like you drive back up, and then they're just like traipsing back up the hill. <laughs> yeah, fuckers. And then right, right next to the college is like there's two parks. So like. It's almost as if you're sort of going to lesson real quick and that, then you can come out. You know, that's so park, nice. Go yeah. Spoons, go straight to the city centre. One of uh, the universities of Exeter selling points was that their campus had the most like diverse trees like than any other university in the world. Yeah. And they eighteen-year-olds picking their uni for the trees. <laughs> and really they have more. Life. Yeah, they have more types of trees and like plants and stuff than any other university in campus or something, which is quite funny because they'd bring it up at least like every half hour or at least you as soon as you talk to another like student there they're like oh yeah did you know we've got the most <laughs> diverse tree camp like yeah it's yeah it's weird, my, um, on my well the road next to mine um there's this guy called ed who's like a year above no two years above me um and he's like the sort of closest friend and his family are to my family yeah and they live in some guy i don't know what his first name is but it's something Veach and like he was the one that sort of designed all the uni because the uni was a park before it was built. Oh, cool! Um, so he like brought all the trees over and like did all the sort of I don't know what it is like garden sculpting for it and all that sort of stuff. Landscaping, yeah. Landscaping, that's the one. But yeah, did you ever have to do the uh, you know when you did you ever get like roped into school open days to be a tour? Uh, every single student, every single student at RGS was... had to. I was on tour, yeah, so we had the same thing, and like you saying the thing about everyone mentioning the trees thing just gave me such a throwback to being like bringing up the weirdest stuff, <laughs> like just to try and fill conversation with these people that you're having to show around. Yeah, the worst and is when forced into it as well, so you never wanted to be there. You're just like, yeah, you know, the weirdest, the weirdest though is um. Because obviously you guys didn't have entr- like entrance exam for your schools, but for RGS you did. And so uh, when they have to, like, when all the 11, was it 10 or 11 year olds come in and take their tests, you have to, like, look after them for, like, a set one Saturday. And that's the weirdest thing because it's just as awkward with all the parents, but you've also got, like, a bunch of hyperactive children who are, like, super, like, shit scared that they're going to fail their exams and like get told off by their parents so they don't want to fail but then also they they're just so nervous that you can't control them and it's just horrendous trying to do the whole thing how old are they when they have to take their entrance exam they're like 10 they're really yeah that's just a lot of pressure to put on someone it seems it seems crazy doesn't it like properly it is my 
my uncle got me to uh, do, because like we didn't get a tutor in, but because quite a few people do. But my uncle made me do a maths paper and a, like a verbal reasoning paper every day over my year six Christmas holidays, which was torture. Oh, that's, that's that's borderline abuse. That one. That so that's like quite a lot of work for for that time in your life when like year six you're practically doing no work i had a fucking i had a really weird talk so i remember i was in like well probably like year 10 or 11 and it was so i was sharing like a couple around and they had a really young really like yeah it was a bit like in the kind of weird limbo between baby and toddler they're like can't oh, yeah. speak or walk but like pretty chunky <laughs> and they're they're just like oh, oh we just need to nip back to the car would you mind taking uh, taking the baby and I was like, oh yeah no cool. way so they just offload it on me and they're like just just keep showing him round and we'll be back and I'm like what wait what as in you had to what carry him to well I just didn't do anything I just stood there and spoke to one of my teachers holding a baby but I <laughs> I, I, I think they were actually expecting me to like keep walking around the school being like and this is the music room <laughs> imagine it's a random like one and a half year old imagine had they just like legged it or something and just left you with the <laughs> yeah, kid <laughs> I and it's all right because i'm, I'm all right with kids and like because some people get like really like antsy like holding babies and stuff yeah they so, do like, if i'd been one of those kids they've been like really weird with holding him and stuff yeah and no, i'm not weird with kids i'm just not a massive fan I just... Do you want them when you get older? Or you like... Yeah, obviously, but just like now, I just find them really irritating. Yeah, I don't know I why. Think there's like there's like an annoying age when they're between four and eight. It's like yeah. I can't deal. They're they're it's just irritating. a bit much. But like when they're if they can't talk or if they're old enough to know when they, this sounds really like weirdly disciplinarian. But like <laughs> when you like get to ten, you kind of develop some social cues. Do you know? Yeah, but there's like a, there's like a period where you don't really know when not not your turn to be, and that's when kids are the most. Yeah, so mm. I have a bunch of cousins, and most of them are younger, and that's like exactly the thing. As soon as they get to three, I I just like they're they're like I look off them loads, or at least I used to, until they're like three, but and then as soon as they go like past the age of like three or four, I just let my other cousins play with them because they just get so annoying especially if they're like three or four because what they enjoy to do is just like jump on top of you and like and that's what that the that's the age when they actually they're like punches can actually not hurt when when they punch you when they just punch you in like the eye or something that's that's the fun thing but yeah they don't know their strength so (laughs) <laughs> oh my god, that makes me sound like such a person. Is, is that right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting beaten up by like three years. Oh, we just tapped out again. That was it. <laughs> what timestamp are we seeing at? It's 32 minutes. Okay, we got a bit, we got a bit then. What's the sort of time limit you do on these? You normally aim for like 40, 45. <laughs> um, some get, some do get a bit out and end up going for a while. But uh, mm-hmm. I think that's like for listener retention seems to be that. Yeah. Pretty good. Can you see how many people like listen to it? Yeah, you can. Uh, I it's the first thing I do every morning, and then it dictates <laughs> how I'm feeling for the rest of the day. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm, I'm getting slightly worried that editing mood is really tight to the podcast, but. You know, it's only when uh, we get like a bad day and then he's borderline abusive to the guest that comes on. <laughs> so, Tom, when we were at school together, you spent a lot of time in the, the piano room. Yes, Matt, just I did. Uh, playing the same three songs over and over again and pissing off teachers. Was it teachers I pissed off? I think it was just everyone but teachers. Uh, I think... <laughs> yeah, true. I don't think we were very popular with the music department though no no we weren't but yeah uh, you're right my repertoire back then was very minimal (laughs) do i mean we were all mine was zero so did you you, beat on that one did you take uh music gcse either of you no no did you no i was gonna say i think those it's like art you know it's one of those slightly psycho yeah, you think you're getting a cop out, but then you realise that 
worse than it's anything. It's actually else. way more work than any of the normal yeah, ones, yeah. Well, no, it's just because that RGS for like GCSEH, only like the musical people, as in like the people doing music, or the people who are like in like the orchestra uh, would be in like the music block. Nah, we, we kind of just hijacked it, I guess. Because yeah, it was quite close was, to... You, you, yeah, we have to make that sound a bit better. It was a great time thing when nothing else was going on, right? Because, you know, I was also on the football. Yeah, I was playing football. Did like to get me? I'm joking. But yeah. <laughs> anyway, carry on, Max. I mean, there, were, there was football on the Astro, wasn't there? Which was always a bit like... Yeah. The, the, we had like, like... They were like four sporty kids versus like the 11 <laughs> boys like me who could like barely coordinate their four limbs at the same time. Nice. So it's a real like skill versus numbers scenario going on. on it the was football. just the, the, it was the year below that they were just competitive with it. <sighs> I, I hate that. I can't year. name names, but you know. Yeah. I mean, they won't be listening, but, but yeah, if you were in the year below us, you can go far. Yeah. Oh God. I'm sure, like every year, things <laughs> like that. But uh, I'm sure I'm particularly bad. Mm. I don't. I, I prefer the year below to the year above, though. Yeah, just about. We were the, <laughs> we were a real sandwich year, like grades wise as well. We were the best year though. Like, yeah, yeah. Like the teachers was, would. Like, yeah, the teachers we thought we were best. We just were. But yeah. I don't know where I was going with this story. I can't... You were talking about the piano. Right? Yeah, so then I was walking. Then you go, ah, oh, you used to play the oh, piano yeah. lots. Do you still play the piano, Tom? I think that's a bit transparent, you know. I think they're going to get what we're getting. <laughs> um, okay, so, so I very yeah. gave up on music, whereas Tom, you've actually stuck it through and now have a... <laughs> A little creative project going. Well, that sounds really condescending. I don't. <laughs> you have a little hobby going on. Bitch. You've got this, this little side project. <laughs> no, it's that, really that like that grandparent. <laughs> I want to acknowledge. Like, uh, go on. You you explain it because you'll explain it much better. Um. Well. So. Um. It all started. What month did we end up? It all started back in. Grain, it was sort of the maybe the second month of second year, so like not that long ago. But um, I started getting better friends with this guy called Oscar, and mm -hmm. um, he eventually showed me just like him rapping. I was like, hold on, this is pretty sick. And then I was like, okay, I'm gonna have a go at this. So I did. I wrote one, and then like next next time I met up with him, I sort of like did it back to him. He was like, oh, that's actually pretty good. Were you like nervous to do it or? You quite a confident um, person. Generally, I'm quite confident, but like, there's some things that I would get nervous about. But um, were I you like, yeah, I definitely was nervous when were, I did it the first time. Were you like com you know. comfortable enough with him that it was okay? Uh, yeah, I think it will. I mean, if someone else does it first, it sort of makes you a bit more comfortable because you're like, yeah, yeah, true. But yeah, after him saying like he thought it was good and stuff like that, that obviously. You know, it gave me a bit of boost of confidence. Um, so yeah, I just started like writing all the time, um, like performing to like different people, and you know, I kept getting positive feedback. That's um, cool. Yeah. So yeah, and I think when you do, you just keep doing it because well, firstly, it was it was just fun, and you know, I think it was yeah, I just found something that I just really enjoyed doing, and that was actually like seemed to be good at. Um, and then I bought a um, shitty like tank. It was literally a tank with mic from this sort of like secondhand um, electronic store. Nice. Um, and then just started like you know doing raps, recording them, put them on SoundCloud. And oh, and then you'd play like the piano behind, or had you like no? I just get worked out how to like. I just got instrumentals like off SoundCloud or off YouTube, whatever. But oh, like, cool! And then back, nice. Because yeah, I don't really have. I mean, when I hopefully, you know, I want to get like Logic in the future or something like that, make my own um, beats and stuff like that. Because you know, that's that's the main goal. But you know, but yeah, and um, you get a track and write to... lyrics with that track in mind, or write lyrics and then find. No, the track I definitely I pick the instrumental first, hundred percent. Because then I know sort of okay. what 
um yeah like tampon going out that sort of stuff but yeah i just it was just because i wanted to have i didn't i wasn't like doing it to like show anyone or anything like that but um you were almost doing it for yourself where i could just yeah i just wanted to have a place where I go listen back to them and that sort of thing because it was just like a good thing to reminisce on i guess yeah cool um, that's that's also like kind of why we started these just because it's like a yeah, good way to document like the experience you know it's, it's yeah exactly and it's something to look back on like um but yeah and, um, uh, what kind of things inspired like your writing um well right at the start um i sort of wanted to because that was sort of um i was still sort of adjusting to like the new sort of life down here so i was sort of talking about like the difference in like people and it especially coming down here where people are relaxed um more accepting and stuff it just really shows you like how people you know how hostile how hostile it could be i don't know it took you a while to kind of let your guard down and sort of like adjust to it or did you kind of notice it straight away um I think because it's weird coming out of, like it's it's obviously it sounds like a twattish to call Surrey a like hard place to live because it's yeah really it's not. it's not it's not it's it's like a, it's like probably like one of the <laughs> poshest counties in the UK isn't it? <laughs> it's like, it is like the most expensive county to live in. it literally is yeah it's but, so um, it's like it, but it's yeah I guess socially adjusting yeah no I mean like more relaxed pace it I think it was. Well, obviously, coming from St. Ed's, where there's 30 people in the year going to the college, and it's got, like, a couple of thousand people in there. It was, I mean, I got lucky at the start, because I just, like, instantly found a couple of people, and I made friends with them, and they already had a, like, group. Yeah. So I sort of adjusted quite quickly in that group, but then that broke down, like, within the first month. People, like, all went their separate ways. So it took, like... I think there's, of... a, there's a whole episode on just that to uncover. <laughs> maybe maybe but yeah no it took me like you know up to i'd say up to a year to like fully get settled by place and that sort of stuff but i wouldn't say it was like hard you know it was just sort of something that had to be done i mean moving yeah yeah 150 miles away it's going to take a long time to get adjusted Mm. it's weird when like i feel like the bigger social groups get the more prone to like a split they can be like, and also, like, depending on the people in them. But, like, I, I remember, like, in the first in the first year of college, all of the big, big groups with, like, 30 people plus, where they'd all, like, come from the same school. Yeah. And they're all this, like, in the second year when you talk to people, loads of people have been through the, like, big friendship fallout and split in the first year, especially in these, like, big groups. Uh, yeah, no, and that's definitely something that will be very different for, for me, obviously, because I haven't been able to experience having like a place yeah, where there are just so many better. young people or so many people the same age as me because I have been at the same school for seven years and my year was only like 150 people for like the college age whereas normally it'd be like a thousand so yeah that that would be so university would be where I experienced that I think I yeah. don't know I think because I'm obviously moving when I moved from Bohunt to St Ed's that was like the first sort of big change because ob- I was like moving in the middle of when everyone was in the school so you already known each other for what like minimum three years before that yeah and yeah, then some, some having to do that like again yeah having yeah, to do that again was just sort of yeah it's frustrating in a way but both times like once I got adjusted I was really happy that it happened oh that's like, good sort of yeah so yeah no I don't I, I think you're the kind good. of I wouldn't change it back I think you're the kind of guy that will just like it even if there's like an adjustment period you'll just be like if you if there are decent people around you then you'll be able to land on your feet wherever do you know what I mean? yeah i think well there, there's definitely this an ed's move literally like brought me out actually like, completely because that the first couple i guess i don't know the first few weeks first couple months i was just like completely different to the person at the end of year 11 it was mad it's mad yeah but, yeah you I seem mean, to look at these periods as well as quite like positive periods where you're oh, moving because it, it lets you experience a, a different side to yourself but yeah, exactly 
what can be hard is for if someone's doing that but goes into it like uh, with a neck because you're going into the new environment being quite not excited but looking forward to yeah it, i mean like, that wasn't, evolving that wasn't things oh, okay the, when i moved to the eds i was like like i want to go back like i'm not doing this but so that was that was more difficult trying to adjust but once you're there you're there you know you can't oh okay but so yeah, you, the you, second time the second time were you able to evolve a lot quicker and adapt to the situation yeah i think just well, because first, you were more open-minded yeah firstly i'd you know done it before but secondly moving to college everyone's new yeah that's so it, true. it sort of didn't matter that i wasn't from there um it was it was easier but you know yeah I yeah do you find did you find at college how many big schools kind of feed into Exeter College? Because I think places like Farnborough near here, even if you go at the beginning, it's still quite hard to get in. Basically, you just wade and feeds into it. So it's not like yeah. a new school where everyone's new to each other. Um, there are like quite a lot of schools. but So yeah, when I first um, got there, I got made friends with like these two people and they went to a school. So sort of made friends with all their friends um so that was i got quite lucky there um but yeah there's it, it's just it's quite diverse to be fair there's a lot of different people um and a lot of different schools and also for you as you didn't have any ties to anyone else before it meant that you could literally make friends with whoever but maybe if you're going there from like a, an old school experience you're you're going to stick around with your friends from your old school so it might actually yeah. not be open to making I think that many new friends as well i think that's why i was like i was quite excited really because I, I i remember being like just finishing gcses and being like you know if i go to godalming which well i mean i was going to go to godalming if i didn't move like there are so many people i just do not want to see <laughs> and like you just obviously you have living in the same place for a while you're gonna have people that you piss off for like okay tom you don't have to say over a podcast though man we could have talked about it (laughs) (laughs) but yeah no moving down to a new place i was like oh i don't know anyone you know knows sort of be the person i want to be yeah that's inspiring cool well (laughs) max should we head on to song of the day let's cue the jingle Song of the day. Max. Right. Song of the day. Tom, go. Yeah. Song. You go. Okay. This 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 song. I, I'm gonna give it a bit of backstory here. It's a very special song, because that's what we like to. Um. You know. You know. You just have that song that you just. It's just like you have to play it at a certain session, a certain group of people. It yeah. just like has to be played, otherwise it, you haven't really christened the set properly. Okay, that song <laughs> yeah. is it's called Hazel by Roy Blair. Ooh. Definitely have listened to Do you want to give it. us the... Um, <laughs> There's a Hazel okay. by Cave Town as well. <laughs> Hazel by Roy Blair. It was off his debut. What, it's just, what it's kind just, of artist is Roy Blair? He's sort of... I'd say like an American Rex Orange County sort of vibe. Oh, cool. Um, but sort of like indie rock in a way, indie like indie sort of. Not the sort of genre I normally listen to, but definitely a tune and definitely something to check out. Yeah, awesome. look, his hair looks the, funky uh, as well. Podcast playlist quite then. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Max? Do you have a Do you have a song for us? Yep, I'm going for another semi-funny one because oh, no. I'm in a weird mood today. Yeah, I'm going to go for Cute by Coast Modern because, I don't know, weird lyrics, but I think it's quite funny. And I don't know, it sounds okay. It sounds odd, but as the song title suggests, I think it is quite cute. Is it a bit like, like, is it anything like Doja Cat? Because that was your other jokey song, no, right? It's no, it's not like Doja Cat. <laughs> two different sides of my music taste. Um, it is indie, I guess, but also it's like, it's very like white girl with a ukulele kind of, even though that's mm. not... Do you know Dodie, Max? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not, 
it's it's similar to a dodi track but it's sung very differently i'd say <laughs> okay interesting awesome. what's your pick at right so i've already mentioned it but they actually uploaded it onto uh spotify the magic oh, gang <laughs> the arthur theme tune you have the to listen it's called believe in yourself you actually have to listen to it because it, it's a good oh that's a, that's a tune it's it's a great and they, it's, it's a great the, tune but they've every day when i'm walking down the street yeah but they've slowed it down and put like their vibe behind it i really like it so hey, what's the magic gang yeah it's my like one of my favorite bands so yeah. but they because they've slowed because it was also like a, almost like a reggae kind of feeling to the song so yeah, they so they've kind of slowed it down and put their own twist on it i feel like arthur was such a solid kids tv show well it still is i think it's still going it's... i have no idea i haven't i haven't watched it in a while i don't know i have fond memories of that little bard fuck <laughs> what is it <laughs> he's like I was going to say rat, but that sounds really abrasive. No, he definitely yeah. is an hard worker. Oh, oh, I don't even rat, know hard work is. Mr. Ratburn. I think that's the guy that had the... Uh, the did a, do you remember like a little while ago? Like a gay wedding in the in the show, and loads of Karens got upset about it. <laughs> You're influencing my child in homosexuality. Yeah, hard work. He is an aardvark. Oh, I'm, actually quite, I'm actually quite impressed with myself. I got that first time. No, episode, mm. no, season 23. Jeez. No God, way. how many episodes are in a season? Uh, there seems to be like eight. I hate to say it, but like, if they put Arthur on Netflix, I probably would watch a bit of it now. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, awesome. Well, thanks for joining us, Tom. Yeah, thank you oh, very you much, Tom. It's been great. Awesome source. See you later, gang. See right, ya. See later. Thank, thank you very Bye. much, everyone, for listening. Yeah. Uh, we won't do the case statistics because fuck that. <laughs> Bit of a down. See ya, everyone. Thank you. Hi, guys. I am actually here to let you know that we've updated our email to mailbag at stuckinsidepodcast.org. That's mailbag at stuckinsidepodcast.org. We have also created an Instagram account. Our handle is stuckinside underscore cast. Stuckinside underscore cast. This is used for updates and just letting you know what kind of things we're up to. So if you want to follow that, then feel free to. That's probably the easiest way to ask us questions or get feedback or even ask if you want to be a guest so check it out if you want thank you very much and bye